Hey, I'm Savannah. And I'm Adi, and we're the Politos. We're here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today we're talking about board games. Well, well, well. Well, welcome, y'all. Another day, another podcast. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. So, how you been? Good. Good. <laughs> I don't know. On? People ask me that a lot these days. How are you doing? Yeah. Okay. And I never know how you know. I never know how much detail to go into. <laughs> That's true. Like, do you really want to know? Yeah. Do you want to know like how I've been doing physically, emotionally, mentally? What? Mm-hmm. Everything. Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's true. But yeah. Overall, I've been good. Yeah. What about you? I'm. I'm. I'm good. I'm pretty. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I. <sighs> yesterday i bought like four new shorts so now i'm oh, a prou- yeah. proud owner of six shorts from target yeah and that's the most shorts i've ever had wow ever wow before that i had two just two two shorts that i, I would wear i would wear on the daily yeah that and sometimes some uh, long pants right and that's it I know. And so now I have six. So I think that they're, I think they're going to last like at least five years. And don't you have six new ones, not counting those two old ones? Yeah. So I'm just saying, so six in total, like that, I, that are brand new. Yeah. And then the other two I'm going to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like you, you got six new pairs in the last like month or so. Yeah. Not, not four. <laughs> no, not four. Yeah. But yeah, yesterday yeah. I bought four. To and then you had two, had two others that were new. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so six in total. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Because your other two were like literally falling apart. Yeah. So I have that. And then uh, I also, I think a few days ago, I, from Target, I bought like five new uh, shirts. Yeah. Yeah. You basically like. I invested. You like tripled your wardrobe. I did. I invested on some really good clothing. <laughs> and I know. I think they're, they're all good. summer clothes, but that's fine. Uh, I mean, nah, no. No, for you, I know you wear shorts all year round. Yeah, they're not seasonal. I think you could <laughs> you could rock whatever color clothing. It doesn't have to just because it's yellow doesn't mean you can't wear it during the winter. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, you know it's interesting because you got a lot of um, the shirts that you got are a lot. There's like some pastels in there, like the shirt you're wearing today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, picture, you could picture me this. You could picture me uh, with the same shirt during. Uh, pastel season, which is what spring, and also the winter. Wear this in, in the winter. No, the fall, winter, any any day, any season. No, I know that's not what I was, that's not my point. Oh, my what's point, your point was just that I didn't know that you were like into that color palette. I am not. It's just that it is V neck and it's uh, pretty comfy. Okay, and uh, I think it's all about confidence. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah, trying no, to be. It confident. looks good on you. Thank you. Um, that's another thing. Is the confidence. I think that you just have to do your best and be confident yeah. about whatever you're wearing. And, uh, That's true. I mean, for me, it feels really good and, uh, I love it. So I'm going to get used to the color. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks good. It's just that I think both of us tend to gravitate more towards like dark colors. Yeah. Um, so I was just surprised, but I like it. You're taking a break from dark colors. Nice. As you can see. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. So going back to last week, we were talking about simplifying our life extremely, mind you. Yeah. And we, one of the things we talked about was 
not buying new like brand new clothes true and just wearing the clothes that you have and so i think uh after this big haul that i just uh, came from i think i'm going to in a way be part you know do that challenge like <laughs> just wear these clothes until they until they're until they fall off until they body. fall off the body <laughs> yes yeah no i know that's yeah that's usually how you do things mm-hmm. so i'm gonna do that and uh, we'll see how far i i go nice yeah yeah and along with that last week i talked about the smartphone and then you know the whole challenge of like not having a smartphone and right. just using a flip phone or a non-smartphone right mm-hmm. and i said oh i'm gonna bring the sub watch and so i'm bringing it up now and we slash i have decided to do this challenge and t minus like i don't know how many months like seven months i'm i'm going to do this uh, i'm going to do this challenge next year so mm-hmm. for the whole year i'm going to start off with like a month yeah. and then go for one month to maybe 90 days right here's the thing and then 90 days to a year here's the thing i wasn't thinking about that though as like a challenge i was thinking yeah. it as like a lifestyle choice yeah and i was like oh that's too extreme but <laughs> i i see that and and so i think i'm gonna do it so i'm gonna try to first off when i ever do a challenge i'm calling challenges right uh a, a major lifestyle change um, okay. i'm calling i'm calling this a challenge so but it's temporary yes so okay so so he, here's here's an example kinda not really okay here's an example of a challenge okay so i i don't think i've, I've talked about this on the podcast because i'm gonna dedicate a whole episode about this okay. next year what and it, it's about learning a new language, right? Okay. And so I've, I have a, currently I have, I forgot, like a 180 day streak on Duolingo. That's impressive. Thank you. So every day since, I don't know, the, somewhere in the middle of January, I started to do Duolingo every day, mm-hmm. right? And so that's going to be an episode in the future. And my goal is to do it every day this whole year. Okay. The way I went about it is uh, I took it like a few steps at a time. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it, dedicate it. Like my whole, the big goal is to do it a whole year, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start out with this whole month, dedicate like a whole month and, yeah. and try to really do it. And then once that month was over, I don't know, I guess, that, I don't know how, but, uh, or why, but 90 days was the number that I, I was focused on. So I said, okay, 90 days. So three months, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And, and then once I hit 90 days, I was like, yeah, I did it. And so then after the 90 days, it just became easier to just ma- make that a priority and, yeah. be, you know, part, part of, of your my routine. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back to the the phone, I think I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. Like, let's start with a month. My, my big goal is a year. Right. A but whole year. Here's the thing. And then do one month and then 90 days and then so on. But here's the thing. We were talking about this when we were having this conversation yes. off, off the mics. Yeah. Are you going to be paying for two phone bills? No. So you're going to... I'm completely 100% going off of the, the, the iPhone that I have now and then using a flip phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For a year. I'm committing myself to a whole year. Well, you just said a month. No, you I said know. Starting it's, with a yes. month. Okay, the, like I said, the biggest goal is a whole year. That okay. is the, the I'm calling it a challenge, a lifestyle challenge. Mentally, emotionally, I'm going to to really dedicate a whole month 
and then okay but you know what i'm saying okay it's yeah, like a marathon I, I, I get what you're saying i know that the finish line is a whole year on, yeah yes but here's the thing are you going to like reevaluate after that month and like what if you hate it and you think it was a terrible idea then are you reserving the right to go back to using the smartphone or are you actually committing to the year i'm committing to the whole year and okay. He, okay, so the whole month and 90 days, that is just like mentally. Like benchmarks. Uh, benchmarks. I know, based on like going back to the Duolingo, I know that if I do something every day or whatever, that eventually that's going be, to become my, my habit. Yeah. Right? So I think that after the 90 days, I'm going to get used to it. Used to using don't? a flip phone. What if it's terrible? Here's the thing. Okay, so why next year? I am going to prepare myself. Here's a couple of things that I need in order to go fully off the grid, <laughs> right? Okay. Is like you mentioned last week, you said we have to, in order to like downgrade on the phone in a way, you need to upgrade everything else. Not right? everything, but yeah. But here's the thing. Well, yeah, my... Here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. thing. I know. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's the word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> my laptop is something that I'm going to... That's pretty much going to replace so many things that I um, won't be able to do with oh, yeah. my phone, right? And you have to update such as laptop. Such as, like, send certain messages, right? Through, like, iMessenger, blah, yeah. blah. So the laptop is going to replace that. But my laptop right now is, is pretty old. And doesn't have that ability, right? right? And and uh, along with the messaging stuff, there's other things that the laptop potentially could help me with, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to have to get a new laptop. Okay. Right. So next year I'm planning to to get rid of my laptop and get get a new one. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's a plan. And then I have to look into the GPS and uh, to have that like in the car and yeah. you know and, and and so make sure that's working get a new car get a new car yeah <laughs> i mean kidding. i mean essentially right like new cars right now they do have a gps and everything so our car doesn't have that that's too extreme that's just too extreme <laughs> anyway so <laughs> so those are the two things i could think of right now that are that are a must like okay the laptop the gps and then from there, I have to like kind of uh, think about what else so the biggest thing is uh, i as as part of my planning you know, to, to as as part of my like farewell tour with the iPhone is <laughs> to look at all of the apps that I have and look yeah. at all the things right and look how like the activity on my phone and and to see like what are the things that um that I could you know all essentially have them on my new laptop. Yeah, I think that for like a week you should make a log of all yeah. of the ways that you have used your phone. Yeah, I think because actually, the, I, sorry, I was gonna say the iPhone actually does that for you. But does it track everything? I think so. It says like, here's a percentage of the, the time you spent with entertainment stuff. And I think it tells you like the apps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apps. Because mm-hmm. you, you're going to want to know, because I'm sure there's things that like, you're not thinking of, of like ways yes. that you use your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So I think that that first week or so, uh, once I have my new old phone, right, <laughs> yeah. is, is going to be figuring things out like, oh, I had no idea that I actually need my phone for this. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. There's also the what if questions. Like, what yeah. if you're in a situation where you actually do need your iPhone, right, uh, and, and all that stuff. So I'll have to answer those. Okay. Yeah. Well. So that's it. So my laptop and essentially my laptop and this iPhone that I have are in this farewell tour. Wow. And I think that 
the it ends the last date it might be like in march april that's when i plan to do it oh i thought you when you said next year i thought you meant like in january no i never revealed the date in the month <laughs> okay quote unquote challenge yeah so that's the update on the whole phone thing okay so now let's uh talk about the bebe now that we can yeah so um a couple of days ago as we're recording this as you're hearing this, it was like a week and a half ago or so. Mm-hmm. We um, had an ultrasound, mm-hmm. and it was just like a kind of routine ultrasound to see how everything is going, the growth, and all that. So everything is looking good. Yeah. And do you want to reveal the big news? I'm just kidding. Do you want to say um, how big he is, though? Oh yeah, uh, I thought we, I thought you were gonna say the big news <laughs> because I think this is bigger than the the weight. Oh 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 yeah. What, what 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 do you think I was gonna say? No, go ahead. I know what you're gonna say. What about the position? Yeah, the position is head down. Which yeah. That's, at this stage right now, that's where the the position should be. Yeah. So five weeks before that was our last ultrasound, mm-hmm. and he was not head down. Yeah. Um, which was fine, but mm-hmm. at this point, ideally, we would want to see him like moving that direction. Yeah. And so they said that yes, he is head down, which is really good news. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was at 31 weeks, and which is great. And then also they gave us a approximate weight for him, mm-hmm. which was um, four pounds and three ounces. Yeah. Which I don't think that's like e- extremely accurate, but that's what they're estimating. Yeah. And um, that's also great. So that's pretty much like right mm-hmm. where he's supposed to be, mm-hmm. kind of right in the middle of like the percentile and yeah and so we got to see a little bit on the ultrasound they showed us yeah you know they did a little bit of like the 3d images where we could kind of see his like facial features a little bit yeah but he always has his hand up like on his face yeah kind of blocking his face so it's always kind of hard to actually see his face Mm -hmm. um and that was happening again (laughs) but that's fine but we were able to see his face a little bit, and you could definitely see from five weeks before to now, his cheeks are so much chubbier. Yeah, Like, he's definitely been putting on fat, which is yeah. good. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. But it was so funny. We were like, oh my goodness, look at his little cheeks. Yes. The cheeks. Yeah. The little nose. Yeah, and the little lips. Oh, yeah. 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 So cute. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the update about the baby, baby Polly, though. So yeah, very exciting, exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. good things are coming. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get down to the nitty gritty. We were in the middle of recording this episode, but we scrapped it. We scrapped it, the whole thing. We were maybe like twenty five minutes in, so we left the catch up part. But we scrapped the main topic, and we're not going to talk about the main topic. You'll never know. It just it might have, we might redo it. That's true. Maybe we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe better than we did this. Who time. knows? But within the topic at hand, there was a question that we asked, and the question was: If I were if I were a board game, what would I be? And so here's a little snippet of what of that topic because of that conversation because that was really funny 
Okay, here's a question. If I were a board game, so me, Audie, if I were a board game, which would I be? Fascinating. Yeah. So this is not what board game do you like. This is what board game would you be? Yes. So I think... <laughs> I just looked over at like our board game cabinet, and one of the first things I saw was Jenga. I was going to say, I looked at the same thing. I think, I think I would be a Jenga. I think that that actually makes sense. I think that you are really good at like balancing different (laughs) no seriously like balancing different aspects of your life and like handling a lot like even when things are very challenging and stuff Uh but then every once in a while you might collapse yes i have an answer for you that's actually pretty good okay i think you would be a what's that game where uh you it runs on battery and like there's a ton of fish you know (laughs) And then you have a little rod, and oh, you're supposed to catch and the fish. Oh, like go fishing. Why go fishing? Because sometimes you catch some really good stuff. Like in life, like you you catch a great attitude, a perspective, vision, and sometimes you get some like not so good stuff. Uh-huh. You know, and there's trial trial and errors okay. as well. So I like, yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's so uh, such an unexpected answer. Yeah, but that's so you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a good question. At first, I thought you were going to say, um, <laughs> thought you were going to say concentration, the one that, like, where you try to put the shapes in and then it blows up. Oh. <laughs> perfection? Oh, yeah, perfection. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It just blows up on your face. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, welcome back. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed that as much as we did. Yeah. So, this question kind of inspired this topic not Not really really, but i'm just gonna go with it (laughs) sure good segue good segue so (laughs) let's talk about board games yeah we've never really done a deep dive talking about board games on this (laughs) on this channel on this this youtube channel (laughs) (laughs) occasionally we like to pretend this is a youtube channel yeah one day uh one day it will be foreshadowing but uh we haven't talked about it thank you much maybe mm-hmm. you know here and there yeah but this is something that we really enjoy yes sometimes we like to think of ourselves as board game people more than we actually like to play board games <laughs> but that's okay you know romanticize Shh, your life don't tell people <laughs> yeah i'm not sure but people have have uh have this idea that we're like coffee aficionados or whatever yeah because that's also not true yes but don't tell anyone. But it's okay. Sometimes you have to have like a, a version of yourself that just lives in your head and it's not exactly the <laughs> yes, same yes. as, you know, yeah. the reality, but that's okay. Yeah. Me versus reality. <laughs> me in my head versus reality. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so we, yeah, you're right. We have not talked about board games, our favorite board games on the, this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it maybe through like passing through like the, the catch up, but not really as the main topic. Yeah. So today's the day and fun fact, you wrote a, a blog three years ago about this. Yeah. Like three years ago, the first year of, of, uh, of marriage, we, you were blogging, you were blogging. Yeah. So yeah. So shout out to savannapolito.com. Check it out, and you'll probably see this. Uh, yeah, the board game list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, so let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about board games. I think board games for me. I'm just gonna go kind of like back. Meta. Yeah. I'm just back in the day, the the only game we had was Loteria, which is bingo. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a that's a game that I had, and I played it throughout my childhood, and that's the only game I knew. Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely, certain things were introduced, like Monopoly, right? Yeah. The oh the the crazy game of Monopoly, like takes hours to finish. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Lotteria was the the game I grew up with, and what we used to as like markers, there were beans to cover the. The, the little slots. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I remember getting like a handful of beans, uncooked beans. Yeah. And uh, like pinto beans and mm-hmm. uh, setting it on the table. And then we would uh, grab one of those and place it on the card. Nice. And yeah. you would play it like with your, just like your immediate family or at like gatherings? No, just my immediate family. Nice. Yeah. That's fun. So I remember my grandma having one a set and then us and mm-hmm. I think other people in our family. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. So that's kind of my origin story. Wow. But now we have a cabinet full of board games. True. Yeah. So what's your origin story? Well, my origin story, I don't know. I remember as a kid playing like uh, Trouble, which I thought was really fun. Oh, yeah. Where you push the little the like, thing in the middle. Yeah. Um, sorry. I think Candyland and like Shoots and Ladders. Any board game that Hasbro would produce, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, at the time, I, I, I think, didn't know. I think that that was my like introduction to board games. Later? Yeah, later. Like the the company Hasbro, the, the things that they were oh, okay. produce. Yeah. Yeah. And then what else? I think that um, at one point, I think I learned how to play chess. Mm. But I've kind of forgotten for the most part how <laughs> yeah. to play it. I mean, I I could, but not well. Yeah, I mean, I think those were the main things, like just kind of your typical like kid games um, mm-hmm. I would play as a child. I remember as I got older, card games were fun mm-hmm. to um, to learn. And then, like as a teenager, um, a lot of people in my circle would have game nights. Oh, nice! So we would go over and play different games, and mm-hmm. one that became really popular for a while was um, Nerds, which is a card game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a variation on Dutch, Blit- Dutch Blitz, if people know that one. Okay. And then other, like, bigger group games, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess that's my origin story. Nice. You just uh, brought a, a core memory. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I think just a memory. Okay. But uh, I used to play, in high school... We used to play uh, War and all these other card games. Oh, really? Egyptian War. What else? Uh, <laughs> BS, but it has a different name. We would call it Liar. Oh, liar. Yeah. We would call it BS. <laughs> um, other stuff like that, you know? So, yeah. like group card games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it would be boring if the guy that owned the, the deck of cards didn't uh, come or was sick or something. We're like, oh, come on. Is this like at school? Yeah. We would go to the our freshman math teacher's room and uh, she during would leave lunch? the door. Yeah, during lunch. Oh. And, and she would leave the door open and she gave us permission for us to go and eat there. And Was so, she there? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes when she wasn't, she just left the door open because oh. she knew that we would uh, be, be coming. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it was nice. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. I wanted to talk about like the first games that we played together. I feel okay. like I feel like this was kind of um not foundational, but maybe. Oh, are we sorry, are we done talking about like the the past? No. Okay. 
because there's another thing that you uh i can relate with you as far as the whole like game nights okay because that was my uh life in in san jose yeah i got introduced to so many pretty cool like kind of uh underground board games if you will <laughs> like Catan. Catan, i think back in the day i think it was really like underground you know? yeah it was seen as like very kind of nerdy yeah so i remember one of my uh, roommates uh, of like seven that i had mm-hmm. uh when i was attending my you know, the church in the whole firehouse that was the name of the ministry you know house and everything yeah um i he was very into board games and uh and he, he asked me like, "What what are your your favorite board games, or what are the games that you have, or what mm-hmm. have you played with played?" And I started listing pretty much all the Hasbro uh, <laughs> board games, Monopoly, sorry, all stuff, and uh, went on and on. He, he, he looks at me. He was like, "Those are not board games. I'm going to introduce you to the real board games." Uh-huh. And he started uh, mentioning like Munchkin, Catan, uh, what else? other stuff you yeah know? so i'm like That's what the so heck funny. what are these and so <laughs> i've been through people like him i was slowly introduced to these like uh, uh, underground quote-unquote underground, They're not underground. Uh, board games. the thing is like they're like strategy games yeah strategy games I guess. Yeah. yeah 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 but i mean five years ago like Catan wasn't that well known as it is now i wouldn't say five years ago but maybe like 10 years ago 10 15 yeah. years ago yeah yeah, yeah. so anyway so I think that's kind of part of the the story. Like uh, that's how I was introduced to so many games that we have now. Yeah. Yeah, through through friends, you know, through church and stuff. So now, sorry, you were saying. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I was gonna say I wanted to talk about some of the like early games that we played together. Okay. Because I feel like we started playing board games together like pretty early on in our relationship. We did. And I think that continued like for quite a while. So I think it was our third date actually mm-hmm. where we went on a picnic. Oh yeah. And it was I remember a, this. And it was a really awkward date. It was. Like when we look back on it, it was like one of the worst dates that we yes, went on, but yes. it was fine. There was nothing like crazy that happened, but we both just left it feeling super awkward. Yeah. And one of the th- things that we did on that date was we played a game. Mm-hmm. I think it was Rivals for Catan. Oh, it was. And I was, you had never played it before. You had yeah. played Settlers, but you had never played Rivals for Catan. Yeah. If you don't know, that's like the two-player card version of Catan. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a good idea. There were a lot of things on this date that didn't go the way that we expected, like the way that we had planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this was one of them. Yeah. I just, I thought it would be a good idea to like play it together. Yeah. And introduce it to you. But I was like, so I felt so awkward because I couldn't remember the rules. And so I was trying to like read the rule book. But mm-hmm. then I felt weird just sitting there like reading it. And you were just kind of like waiting mm-hmm. and you were sort of listening to me but i couldn't tell like if you were actually interested <laughs> or not yeah, yeah. and it was just very awkward yeah and it's like it's not a super complicated game but it's not like mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> right know? it's like it takes a little more explaining and then yeah. i just felt super weird and mm-hmm. i was like okay hey, well i've already committed to this i don't mm-hmm. want to just give up mm-hmm. and then like i think you had to leave and so we just didn't like you you were on like a time crunch oh yeah remember you had to get back to the church yes 
so i think we ended up not finishing it at all yeah and it yeah the whole thing was just very awkward yeah but that was our first uh first game we played together and thankfully it didn't uh ruin board games for us it didn't actually rivals for, uh for Catan. it holds up for me I, I think it's one of the best uh board games yeah it's like one of our favorites mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah to be uh played it i think uh twice that's so funny yeah well i know we played it another time while we were dating yes and then that was part rivals for katan was part of the long the long game of you proposing to me oh yeah with the cryptex i think we've talked about this before the cryptex where i had to get all these letters and this was over a course of many months Mm -hmm. and one of the things one of the challenges i had to do was to beat you at Settlers, or at Rivals for Catan, I think. Yes. Right? Yes. I know we played it. I, okay, I think that one, in order for you to earn one letter for the Cryptex, I think you had to beat me in a, like a two out of three game of Rivals for Catan, and then I think I remember playing the All Creatures Big and Small. Yeah, I think I, so. I purposely put that on the list because I... Every time you played, you always won. So yeah. I, I thought, okay, well, <laughs> uh, I'm not to include this, you know, in this thing, so you, you could beat me to give me a chance. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How humble of you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> whatever. So yeah, so when we were when we were dating, we would sometimes go to like a coffee shop or something, or yeah. just be like at your house. Yeah. Your church house. Yeah. And play board games. Um, so yeah, we played Rivals for Catan. We played All Creatures Big and Small, which I want to talk about. Because that's one of my favorite games ever. I also specifically remember being at your house and playing um, Guillotine. Yeah. That was a good one. That was good. So yeah, and then we just kind of carried that on into like marriage and then having kids. And so we can get into all that. But mm-hmm. I thought that we could break this down into our favorite games just mm-hmm. talk i mean we don't have to talk about every game we've ever played but right. break it down to like our favorite sort of strategy games mm-hmm. our favorite two-player games mm-hmm. our favorite um party games yeah and then our favorite games for playing with kids oh yes that's good does that sound like a plan that's good yeah yeah so let's talk about first strategy games so let's just talk about a few of like our favorite strategy games mm-hmm. yeah i like let's see some strategy games okay i think the the one that comes to mind is uh pandemic that is a really fun one that one's so fun yeah and then there's like a two-player one and then you could extend it to like six or i think the max is like eight you could have uh like a big group and you know yeah um, partner up with make someone work, yeah yeah make it work because so, it's a cooperative game which is really cool yeah so you win together or lose together exactly so uh pandemic is a game where you uh try to um save the world and eradicate uh several different diseases mm-hmm. and uh, stop the spread right similar to what that's kind of like the realm that we lived in the past few years, right? It's true, yeah. So anyway, so Pandemic is really fun, and that was introduced by your brother, um, your family. Yeah. Like, yeah, a few years back. Mm-hmm. That so one's really fun. That, that was really fun. So that's a really good one. Um, this other one, I guess, is strategy, 
we've only played like 20 30 minutes of it but it the those 20 30 minutes of it were like really awesome for me and i think it has a strong potential and that is the villainous game yeah I was it's a brand oh really mm-hmm. it's a brand new game and it's all about like disney there's like marvel or disney or uh i think even star wars but it's uh it's a game where you are the villain yeah and you try to uh destroy or kill or whatever the the hero or the heroes mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool so uh we have like a we have a big set and then the expansion pack of it so we haven't really played a full game yet right but uh, i think it looks pretty cool yeah 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 i was gonna bring that up just because it was something new that yeah like you said we haven't played the whole thing but it's pretty cool and yeah. we, we want to give it a try again mm-hmm. and then the last one is Catan. I think the Catan is my favorite favorite game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like the original Settlers. The original, yeah, like yeah. four player max, uh, extended to five or six. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I think my favorite game. Wow. Yeah, and what it is, you try to score points by creating your little settlement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really fun. Yeah, you it could is trade. Fun. You could trade. Uh, certain resources and so it's uh pretty fun so i remember uh playing that a lot with my uh friends back at the the church yeah and i would host game nights yeah like almost every other week or something Mm -hmm. yeah so that was really fun yeah so what about you i think mine would be similar um i do like settlers for Catan, but not as much as you yeah like it i totally forgot about pandemic but that's a great one that might be one of my favorites I probably haven't really played that many strategy games. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else. Are there any other ones? But yeah, I think the pandemic would probably be my top one. Is it? Yeah. Um, Ticket to Ride is also fun. I don't know if that's really considered a strategy, though. Not really. No, it is. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. No, I guess in the sense of like, you have to account for so many things and cards and stuff, but it, you have to, you know, have some, I guess, logic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We also have this game that um, it's a legacy game, which means that like each time you play it, it's different and it's building on itself. And Charterstone. Yeah, I got it for the artwork. To be honest. Really. It's so cute. Yeah. And so like pretty also just the way like the yeah. the, the animation and stuff. Uh huh. And we played it one time. Just once. And it was fun. But it was a little overwhelming, it was. and we never went back to it, but I want to. I don't know. If anybody listening has played Charterstone, let us know if we if it's worth like investing that time in Yeah. to learn how to do it. Yeah. The thing about those legacy games is that once you're done, you can just throw it away, I guess. And <laughs> throw it away. That's it. Well, a lot of them you can replay. You think so? I think. I, well, yeah, I don't know, I actually. think it's like a one-time thing. I'm not sure about that. No? I don't know. Huh. Okay. I got to give a shout out to since we're talking about favorite things. I don't. We don't really own these type of games, but it's speaking of like one time thing. Uh, there's like a type of game where we play this once. It's like a it's an escape room in a to go in a way. Oh yeah. Like a to go uh, escape room board game. Yeah. And we played it once with your brother and your family. Um, yeah. And it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Like the certain little clues and mysteries and stuff were really creative. I remember one of the the clues was uh, in within the cardboard game, like outside. I think it was like the barcode or something. Like, oh. but you use a certain number 
from the outside of the box. How cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, so that was really cool. So uh, I know there's some, like, there's a little section, like, uh, at Target or somewhere like that where there's, like, a little, like, it just, like, comes in a little box and uh, it says, like, Escape or something. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really nice. Another weird, uh, well, another genre of games that are that reminded me of, which I don't know how I feel about, <laughs> is those, like, unsolved mystery Oh, file games yeah where it's like you're like a detective trying to solve this like murder yes and it, it seems interesting to me have you played it i think we no, have. no 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 okay, i think i'm thinking about clue because that's, oh, that's it's something nothing like, like that, that. <laughs> but a little more intense yeah it's like it's literally like the, this file of like oh, okay. information and you have to try to like figure out who like who, who committed the crime yeah it's just it is, like Clue. It seems weird to me, though. It seems like a little too realistic. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But I don't know. I've never done it. Yeah. So I don't know. Huh. But yeah, if you've ever done that, I really want some feedback on this episode. If, you, <laughs> if you've ever done one of those, I would love to hear your yeah. experience. Yeah. Because it seems interesting to me. Okay, next category. Let's talk about card games. Oh, card games. And this doesn't just mean a game that you play with a regular deck of cards, but any kind of card-based game. Mm-hmm. So I think that would include, like, Rivals for Catan, which is mm-hmm. one of our favorites. I guess code names. True. There's different variants, variations of this game, like, uh, themed. Mm-hmm. Like Disney, Harry Potter, which we have both. We have not opened the Harry Potter one yet. Oh, yeah. I think we got it for Christmas or something. Yeah, yeah. But the Disney one, we played it, and uh, it's really awesome. Did we play that with our kids? Yeah, it's it's nothing for kids. Yeah, I'm trying like to easier. think. How did they play it? That's that's a hard game. Yeah, I think we just used the uh, picture. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, still, that's pretty. It's like a complicated concept, kind of. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that one's really fun. Um, yeah, Codenames is a great game, and it's really good for like a moderate, like a mid-sized group of people. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like anywhere from, I would say. It's really fun from anywhere like to from like four to ten people. Yeah, it's a really good game. Yeah, that's that's really good. And like I said, there's themed ones, and so it's really fun. Guillotine is another one. Guillotine is really fun. It's a two-player game, I th- believe. Yeah, and it is. It's really cool. So there's the guillotine at the end of the thing, and then I think how you win is someone's gonna die, and you're trying to collect all the points before the person dies. And I think at the end of that round, you count up all the points. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it, it has to do with like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lineup of people. I think there's like 12 actually, uh, or 10 or 12. Yeah. And one by one, they, they get the guillotine. And you're able to save some or like move some all the way to the back and save yourself some time so you could uh, collect that card. Each, yeah. Each person, each card has like a specific... Uh, points attached to that yeah yeah and when it's your turn i think you take the card like from the front that's at like next to the guillotine mm-hmm. and so you're trying to like m- rearrange like manipulate the the lineup to get the best cards. yeah 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 mm-hmm. that's a good one that's a good one yeah i like that one i have to include apples to apples i think it's a super overrated game but <laughs> i think it, it's, it really does bring people together like i think that for so long during my early years in college 
I loved apples to apples every time there's a party going on. It's a good party game, and it's I, I think it's like a get to know you type of game. Exactly. Like that. That's if you want to know if you want to get to know someone really fast. I suggest playing apples to apples. Yeah, that's very true. Or if you want to get to know, like, just go, get to the nitty gritty, play like the sour apples to apples version. What is that? I think it's like more intense. Or it, am I? It might be thinking that's more sensual. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it might don't, be. Don't quote me well, on this. Well, I'm not sure actually. More <laughs> sensual. Yeah. Oh, another good one. Coup. Coup? Yeah, I played it like a few times, and every time it was really fun. But uh, haven't bothered. We haven't bothered to, to like bust it out and play it. I don't know if you can play it with two people. No, I think you need a big size. It, it's a um, you need a big size group. It's pretty much like mafia. Yeah, it's, well, it's similar to mafia. It's a there's a little more to it than mafia though, mm-hmm. and it's a quick game, which is which is fun. It's sort of like almost a strategy style game, but it's it's really quick and it's card based and. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, but it's it's similar to mafia in the sense that like you have to lie and like try to get people to mm-hmm. not figure out who you are and what mm-hmm. your role is and blah blah blah. Yeah, and then there's a two player game. It's called Flux, and we used to play yeah. that like almost every weekend during, when we were dating. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. We'd yeah. go to Starbucks and bring out Flux, and oh, that was really fun. Oh yeah, we kind of went through like a Flux phase. We did. Yeah, Flux was the best. That one's fun. That's a game where the goal of like how you win the game keeps changing. Yeah. And so you have to like meet the requirements to win at that time before like the requirements change Mm -hmm. basically. But yeah, it's just cards. And so it's really simple and it's pretty quick. Yeah. But it's really fun. Yeah. For example, the rule says like, you know, for you to win, you need to have um, an apple and a chair, like a picture of an apple and yeah. a chair or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you have those and then boom, you win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that was really good. I remember playing those uh, during, um, like I said, like you just going to Starbucks and we would play that game. Yeah. I forgot about that actually. Yeah. That's good. And then do you remember Cabo? We used to play that. Yes, we played that. I remember so specifically we played that when we went on that little mini trip within Oregon to that um that like tiny house. Mhm. It's an camper, RV. Yeah, RV. yeah. And um we stayed there for one night or two nights? I think two nights. Yeah, I think two nights. We played a ton of Cabo mm-hmm. and while we were watching Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. Good times. Cabo was super fun. It's like pretty simple. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forgot the rules, but uh It's basically like you could pretty much play it with a deck of cards. I think when I was a kid we used to play it with just like a regular deck of cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is more like stylized and stuff. And you're basically trying to like get the lowest number of car like the lowest score, the highest score or something. By switching out cards from your um, from your hand into the deck and blah blah blah. Gotcha. Blah blah yeah. blah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like it's pretty simple, which is what's really fun about it. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and I guess we need to include obviously just playing cards. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you could do whatever with them. You can do magic tricks. Magic tricks. Yeah. Uh, one of my the most simplest game I like to play is solitaire. But I don't really know how to set it up in real life. I only like I know how to play that when on the like on a phone or something when oh. it tells me like, Oh yeah, you can't select this card, sir. I can teach you. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I used to play Solitaire a lot actually. Oh really? 
I mean, not a lot, a lot, but I went through a solitary phase. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. fun. It is fun. Yeah, but yeah, playing on the computer and then you win and it does that like whole swooshy thing. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, it's awesome. Moving on from card games, let's talk about party games. Party woo, games. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got what? Apples to apples again. That's a party game. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just thinking about games that are good for big groups, basically, is what I mean by party games. Go ahead. There's this game that my family really likes. Um, they've played it a ton, but I feel like you and I are never there when they play it. But it's called Telestrations. Telestrations. I played it a few times. We've only played it like once or twice, yeah. Yeah. I think basically what it is, everybody has like a little dry erase pad thing. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. So you, with a big group, you sit in a circle, like around a table. Yeah. And somebody like reads a thing mm-hmm. from a card and they draw that thing mm-hmm. and then they they pass to the person next to them mm-hmm. and then that person writes, tries to describe, like writes down what they think the person was drawing. So kind of like Pictionary. Yeah. And then they pass it again and then that then that person has to draw the thing that the person before them wrote so it keeps going it's drawing writing telephone. yeah draw write draw write yeah and so the goal is to get it to stay the same mm-hmm. by the end and almost all the time it doesn't no and so that's what's super fun about it so that's a really good one but i haven't played it in so long yeah it's been years uh-huh <laughs> yeah that's a good one yeah that's it i don't i don't really have any board well games. we just played um the game of things the game of things is fun it's uh yeah, you just tell people, like, you read uh, out of a card, and, and then you're supposed to write, like, your answer. And then how you win is if you are not guessed, right? If, if the the person, the guesser doesn't guess, like, the, you wrote that that prompt, then you win. You get yeah. some points. So the goal is you have to try to match the person to their answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one's really fun. And then, oh, categories. Scategories. Scategories is a good one for like a medium to large group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also got uh, headbands is something that uh, yeah I got from Target like years ago when I was a uh, nothing but a teenager, and uh, it was fun. Yeah, you put you put a card on your forehead and uh, you ask yes or no yes, questions. Yes or no questions, and uh, it's kind of like you know like the app on the phone, mm-hmm. headbands or whatever. Or whatever it's called. Heads up. <laughs> Heads up, yeah. 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 That's that's a good one. It's easy, simple. What about Jenga? Like a hum like a like a tall jumbo like, oh, like Jenga. Like a big size Jenga. Yeah, I think that's a good party game. True. In a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing we'll talk about is games that are good to play with kids. Yeah, so I need to mention this. Seen it. Seen it. Seen it was created when we were kids, and they stopped making these. And yeah, they they made two Seen it games for Disney. Mm-hmm. We have one volume. Yeah, and then we're missing the other one. Yeah, I think we have volume two. Volume two. Okay, we need volume one. Mm-hmm. And what it is, right, is you uh, put a DVD in. Yep, and then it's a game mm-hmm. in the TV, and, and there's so- also a board. There's a board and uh, yeah. it's a trivia game. Yep. And it's super fun. It really is so it's fun. It's super fun. So the game asks you questions about a certain 
Disney movies, and it's so cool, so creative, and uh, I'm bummed out that they don't make those anymore. Yeah. But it's really cool. And so I remember seeing that and then seeing a scene at Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, themed one. And yeah, I never ha- bought those as a kid. I never played those as a kid and, until like three years ago or, or like two years ago when we I saw it at Goodwill. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, we definitely need to buy this. Yeah. So that's a really fun one. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah. And then the other game that ended up being like the biggest hit with our kids was um, called Disney Color Brain. Mm-hmm. What it is, it's just a card-based game, and you you draw a picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, you draw a card that has a picture on it of, like, usually a Disney character, or it might be, like, a scene mm-hmm. from a Disney movie or something. It's usually a character. Yeah. One element of the character is, um, like, in gray. Yeah. And so it takes away the color. Mm-hmm. And you have to. The goal is, you have to remember and tr- like try to try to remember what color it's supposed to be. Yeah, and it's way harder than you would expect. <laughs> yes, and some of our kids were like super good at it, and yeah. it's just it's a super fun game. It is, and we actually bought a like a version of it and sent it home with them mm-hmm. when they left our house because they loved it so much. Mm-hmm. So that game will always remind me of them. But it's like a super fun game. Yeah. And it was fun for us, too. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also played Codenames with them. Uh, and Clue. And Clue. Clue Jr. was fun. It took a little work to teach them how to play it, how to not give away yeah. what they knew. We also have a Finding Dory operation game. True. Those are fun. I also like uh, Perfection's really fun. Not just for kids, but oh for adults. Oh my gosh, it's stressful, but, but yeah. I think that's like my favorite uh, kid game. <laughs> Perfection? Yeah. Perfection, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That um, Operation. Now I'm just kind of thinking about the 90s like board games. Like, uh, Do you remember uh, uh, Mousetrap? Yes. Yeah. I never played it, but I saw commercials for those Oh, games. my goodness. I, it was so complicated. It was, was it? Yeah. I'm having deja vu to having this conversation no. where we talked about, I remember on this, I think on the podcast, talking about playing the game Cootie and like Ants in the Pants. I don't remember those. And Don't Break the Ice. I, I remember the, I think, no, Don't Break the Ice. Okay. We didn't have this conversation? No. Yudi? No. Is it like a Yeti? No, Cootie. What, what's a Cootie? Cootie was this game, quote unquote. What do you mean? <laughs> where it was like the same brand that made Don't Break the Ice, and it came in that like rectangular prism-shaped box. Oh. And it was these little bugs, like caterpillar-looking bugs. Mm-hmm. And somehow the game was to like get the pieces to build your bug. Okay. But um, I think it was... Maybe we talked about this when we talked about, like, favorite childhood toys. Maybe. I don't know. But Maybe. I feel like I've talked about this. Anyway, I remember that, but I mostly remember just playing with it and not, like, actually playing the game. Gotcha. There, yeah, I think there was this other game called Ants in the Pants. Mm-hmm. And there was this, like, plastic pair of pants. And you had to, like, flick ants into it. <laughs> and that was... Um, so those were all more, like, physical... That's funny. ...games yeah. for, like, younger kids. Yeah. I remember... I never bought this. I never played it. But as a kid, I saw commercials 
about this Harry Potter board game, and there were so many physical things, like three D things, right? Oh, where that's cool. There was like a slime and certain like to re- represent as potions. Really? Yeah, and uh, it looked pretty cool. There's also like a Quidditch like hoops and stuff, and so nice. I think you had to like flick a a, a ball to like score points mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and so. I, I never played that game, but it looked really fun as a kid. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. And also, the last one I'm thinking of, um, this was one that I was introdu- introduced to at work when I was an ABA therapist, uh-huh. and that was Yeti and My Spaghetti. Yes. Did you ever play that no. at work? It was like very similar to like pickup sticks. Yeah. Where okay. um, there was all this spaghetti. It was like just these plastic like spaghetti noodles. And you mm-hmm. put them on top of this bowl. And then there's a Yeti on top. <laughs> and you try to pick up the noodles without the Yeti falling. Yeah. Basically. But it's pretty cute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember Candyland uh, as a kid. I thought that was like the game that you must have as, yeah. you know, as a kid. And uh, I think I played a couple of times through like the Y um, oh, okay. Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm also having memory of you talking about playing marbles. Didn't you talk about that? I did. This must have been in the childhood toy yeah. Yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. But there's more board games and stuff. No, I know. Um, I'm just trying yeah. to figure out why I remember talking about yeah. it. Yeah, we should one day there came more time to talk about uh, some of our childhood board games. Well, that's what we're talking about right now. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, man, some childhood board games were pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. I never really played them as a kid, but my, I think as I got older, like, I was able to, you know, play a game around or two of, of like, Candyland or what else. I can't remember. I think oh, there was one that um I played, I think, as an ABA therapist, was the the little, like, there's this kind of um cylinder. Kerplunk. Kerplunk. Yes, yeah. I love that. Just, like, remove one um stick and then yeah. Go, you know, you're supposed to not let the, like, where is it, marbles or whatever marbles. fall? Marbles, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Like yeah, that that's one. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of board games out there for kids that are fun for adults. Like, uh, I, have to, you know, I need to go back to this. Perfection, it's really fun. <laughs> Perfection. It is fun. Yeah, I think it might scare some kids. Yeah, I think so. Operation also, as well. Did right? our kids have, did we get them that lemonade game? We did. The lemonade stand? It's called the yeah, Lemonade Stand. And it's uh, I got it from uh, Goodwill. No, I think we got it from that toy store. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I don't know. I feel like we did. But that one was really cool for them because it was a cooperative game. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually they were able to like do it on their own. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure that they called it a uh, lemonade stamp. Yes. Yes. That was very <laughs> cute. Yeah. So pretty much that game, it, I think you're supposed to just, uh, earn a lot of money yeah. from lem- lem- selling lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool cause they work together. And so that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that, is there anything else? Anything else we need to mention? I mean, any other games? I know there's, there's so many, so many board games and, this I think after listening to this episode, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, Mad I Gab. About this Mad Gab. There's so many like games out there. Taboo. Mm-hmm. Catchphrase. Um, yeah, yeah. Catchphrase is really really fun. Mm-hmm. You wanna know what's a uh, kind of um, what's the word? Polarizing game. Uh huh. Quelf. You either love it or hate it. Okay, Quelf. I have it and. We played it together with a group of friends like yeah. once, and it was for me the best board game 
memory. Really? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> there's certain things, it was kind of it's kind of like a truth or dare game. So uh, there's cer- certain dare things it, it said, okay, you know, go uh, do this or that. And just, people did it. And that was really fun. Um, I remember my friend, uh, for him, for his dare, said, like, go and go and change your pants and, like, put them, uh, turn them inside out. And so, and then, oh. and then wore them like that. Do you remember this? He went to the bathroom, came back, and no. then his pockets were like out and, oh my gosh. and everything. No, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And, and so that was funny. Yeah. So stuff like that, like the, there were little things to do. And I know, like, I just need to like go back to those friends or have find friends like that, people like that, where they're willing to, to do stuff like that because I'm down for it. Yeah. You have to have the right group of people. And yeah. I'm. I'm not as much into it, but I did no. play. Yeah, I hope our kids have uh, are like that because that that are into stuff like that because I am ready to have some fun. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it it's good. It I think honestly, it's like it is good for people to just be able to like not take themselves too seriously, mm-hmm. not worry about embarrassing themselves and mm-hmm. stuff. So if you really want to get a get, get to know you game and get Guelph. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. But you might have people who will refuse to play. Yeah, that's true. But I think that's good. I think that's a good uh, list of games, and hopefully people might be inspired to try something new. Yeah, yeah. Bananagrams, it's another strategy game. Oh, man. Yeah, so many things. That's not a strategy game. No, it's not? No. That's true. More of a logistic game. Logistic? Logic. Logic. I know. I mean, logistic is a word. Yeah. But I don't know if it would be considered. I'm not sure what it would be considered, but it's a really fun game, similar like to Scrabble. Like a brainy game. Brainiac yeah. Game. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Also, um, Mastermind. Oh yeah, Mastermind. That's my jam. I don't want to describe I, it. I'm really good. No, it's you just have to find the pattern. And yeah. You have so many tries to do it, and it's yeah. a two-player game. It is. It's fun. It's quick. Yeah, Blockus. Okay, I'm just like now just. Oh my goodness, Blockus is a good one too. Yeah. Okay, we should just stop there, or else we're just gonna end up naming like every game that we've ever played. That's very true. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts or? I do. I do. So we didn't really share so many like stories of like the good times, maybe some bad times. <laughs> I don't think there's like a lot of like funny, crazy stories. It's just like almost every time we played. When I played with friends or we played together, all that stuff, it was fun. Obviously, that's why we were playing board games, right? And we still are playing board games. And that's because it's it's fun to yeah. do that and to get to know people, right? And just have fun with, with your friends, with family. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah? I don't think I mentioned my favorite board game of all time. What is it? Well, I think I mentioned it in passing, but I didn't really talk about it. All creatures, oh, big yeah. and small. Yeah, you said you'll come back to it. Yeah, I said you'll come back to it, and, and I never did. Yeah, so true. That is a two-player board game, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a strategy game, I guess. Yeah. It's farm-based. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might have talked about it on when we talked about my birthday, because we played it in Monterey. Yeah. That game, 10 out of 10, could not recommend more. Yeah. It is so fun. You're building your little farm. It's just a small little board, like a very small little board that you have in front of you. You're just trying to build your farm Mm -hmm. and there's only a certain number of rounds that you have. So it's like, it's a short game and you don't have a lot of time. You're trying to get as many points as you can. That game is so fun. Highly recommend. Yeah. We love that game. That's uh, our go-to game that we play. 
yeah there's so many games out there like i said right and there's some upcoming there's so many upcoming new brand new games out there Mm -hmm. that still haven't even been created you know (laughs) (laughs) the technology just progressing i think that there's going to be also some stuff that includes your phone Mm -hmm. you know not just like an actual physical board um game but there might be some stuff that attaches to the to the phone and stuff i think werewolf i think is one of the games that i played with friends and it's so fun it's kind of like mafia yeah and includes like using your phone and that's really good i'm just kind of thinking back at like game nights and that's kind of when i want to close off with like just the memories i've had with people like meeting new people for the first time Mm -hmm. through a board game night that through a game night like it's pretty awesome Right, and that's like I think the best way to socialize with people and get to know people quickly, uh, through through the means of a board game. You know, like it could be awkward and stuff um, <laughs> without a board game, but with a board game, I think it's like makes it really fun. That's true. It so brings people together. It really does, and I think that it, it's um, we're almost close to episode 100, and, and I'm just kind of thinking like, what are some stuff we haven't really hit, and we we haven't really talked about, and I think that. Board games is something that's part of our lives and will be part of our lives and hopefully our kids as well, right? Yeah. And hopefully they will enjoy that as well as much as we do. And I think that board games is one of the things that, like, it really does, like, bring family. It really brings people together. It really does. Right? And, yeah. And uh, at the end of it all, it's, like, just fun. So I think uh, I recommend just having some more board games in your life because mm-hmm. those those things were really, like bring your your family together and and possibly just you know have some like growth you know with within that and uh some games also make you smarter too so yeah yeah like bananagrams i've learned so many new words through the through that game (laughs) (laughs) i think that pretty much wraps it up and as always we appreciate you guys being here and listening let us know about your favorite board games and if you've tried any of these Or, you know, if you have other games that you think that we would really enjoy, we'd love to hear it. And hopefully you were inspired to maybe pick one of these games that we talked about and try it out. Or to just bust out one of the games that's been sitting in your closet for a long time that you haven't played. And use that to bring some connection with maybe somebody that you're close to or somebody you don't know very well that you want to know better. And as Bob the Tomato says... I wanted to play Mousetrap. You roll your dice, you move your mice, nobody gets hurt. (laughs) See you you next next time. time. I wouldn't say five years ago, but maybe like... Ten years ago, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. 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 So these type of games that like are not owned by like a big companies like Hasbro. (laughs) (laughs) How many times Um, are you going to mention Hasbro? I think that's it. I think I'm done. Okay.